Welcome back to The Art of Show. This week, we are chatting with illustrator Chuck Gronick about all things Netherlands and how he brings a Danish perspective to his illustrations. Welcome to The Art of Show, where we feature the people who are creating amazing stories for kids. Join us as we chat with children's book illustrators and authors, storyboardists, animators, and more. Now, their art might be for kids, but aren't we all just kids at heart? Here's your host, Brandon. What's up, guys? Hope your week is going great. Uh, we are hanging out with an awesome illustrator today. Uh, Chuck is calling in from upstate New York, but he is originally from the Netherlands. He actually came over to the States in 2010 because of his girlfriend. Uh, but he actually had his schooling and his education uh, in the Netherlands. And because of that, he brings a really cool perspective to his artwork. We get into some of the differences that he finds with U.S. illustrators uh, versus those especially from Europe. Uh, and then we get into some of his books, including um, one of my personal favorites, The Friendship, which came out uh, late last year in 2016. And he's got a couple coming out in October that you guys want to be looking out for. Uh, but Chuck is a great guy and uh, we talk about some pretty cool stuff. So without further ado, let's dive into the interview and learn about the art of Chuck Gronick. All right, guys, uh, welcome back to The Art of Show. We're hanging out with an awesome illustrator today, uh, Mr. Chuck Gronick. Uh, yeah. He's in upstate New York, uh, but I hear you were not originally from New York. Uh, but we were first want to welcome you to the podcast. Yeah, thanks. Uh, it's interesting to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Well, uh, you are you're from the Netherlands originally, is that right? Yes. That's cool. Um, and then you came, when did you come to the States? I moved to the U.S. in 2010. 2010, okay. So it's almost seven years now. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, growing up, in the Netherlands, kind of going to your your starts, was art something that was part of your story? Like, you were, were you that kid that was always drawing? Or yeah, I was. I pretty much just drew all the time, or I was wandering around around outside. Um, but I didn't originally want to beca- go to art school or, or do anything with it. I, I was I watched too much Fraser in the nineties, so I thought okay. I'd become a psychiatrist. Yeah, and then I realized realized you had to do, go to medical school, and to go to medical school you need to have chemistry in high school, and I sucked at it. So <laughs> then I realized that actually art school was pretty, seemed like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what what were the things that you liked to draw, or what were the things you kind of drawn to? One's uh, a Tolkien nerd, so I, okay. I spent a lot of time drawing Lord of the Rings stuff. <laughs> Would you like recreate the maps? I feel like I did that as a kid. Like I always try to like make my own like uh, Middle Earth maps. Yeah, stuff like that, and just drawing characters and locations. Who's your favorite character? Probably Merry or Pippin. Okay, yeah, yeah, they're fun. They're really yeah, fun. They're, they're the guys who aren't the most affected by all the high drama. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's good. It's like, oh yeah, no, they're the characters that you would be like any regular person not we wouldn't be afflicted by having all the burden and you wouldn't have all that backstory of being a thousand years old yeah 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 that's good that's real cool um and so jesse you went to art school um in the netherlands is that right yes and was it was it for illustration when you went in uh i didn't exactly know if i wanted to become an illustrator so uh and the first year wasn't the first Semester wasn't specialized, so you could st- I could still pick. 
So I thought I might become a high school art teacher because I think I was a little frightened of the idea of actually going out into the world and becoming <laughs> becoming an artist. So, but illustration pretty pretty quickly won out. Gotcha. So I guess before even going into college or going into university, um, did you have a moment when you're like, art could be a career other than knowing that like, I can't, I'm not going to do chemistry. I'm not going to be a psychiatrist. Like why, why was kind of art your, your next option? Um, I think that oh, sounds rather silly, but it was, I graduated high school in 2000, which sort of, and the year before that, the first Star Wars prequel came out. Oh yeah. And I was pretty into that because, you know, with low sta- I had low standards. Uh, um, but I got like the art of Star Wars book and seeing that people were paid to draw stuff for that made me think like, oh, that's something I want to do. Uh, of course, we don't have a movie industry in the Netherlands, so illustration sort of like became the thing I became interested in. That's cool. Were there, uh, when you were in university, were there any projects that you had that kind of really stand out that you loved working on? Um, there were a bunch. There was, I, I actually really liked doing stuff that wasn't really illustration. So okay. just making props and, and puppets and so on. And at one point we were, we had to work on sort of like digital choose your own adventure thing I guess okay cool and the school had just gotten drawing tablets like this for the computers this was like 2003 so it was all very primitive and we I have our little group had to very quickly come up with some pictures for it and I really I remember drawing on the tablet for the first time and just for that thing and just really quickly coming up with things that you wouldn't be able to do in paint with paint and pencil. And like, that's like the first standout moment for me where I realized like, Oh, I like drawing on the computer. That's cool. That's real cool. Yeah. I've talked to several folks that mention, especially when they're a little more established in their career and kind of digital wave came through that the transition was hard, but that was something you just kind of naturally gravitated towards uh, and you enjoyed. I think it was because it was just, it was very um, specific, like pictures were all like, I think like 600 pixels by 800 pixels. And I didn't really know how to use Photoshop. Yeah. It just became like pretty much like drawing in Microsoft Paint. It was (laughs) like the the restrictions in the media made it a lot of fun to play with. And up and it was it was odd for me because I had pretty much spent three, three years in art school refusing to use the computer in every at all. Yeah, because uh, there was a very a lot of the teachers were encouraging people to do to make animations, and yeah. I was like, no, I want to be an illustrator. I don't want to use all this technology. What? So, Go ahead. So I actually spent, I was sort of consciously Luddite in my approach. I was like, I'm just going to use pen and ink. That's awesome. That's really cool. Uh, 
so you mentioned illustration and you're like, I don't even want to do animation. What was it about illustration specifically that you enjoyed? Like were there artists that you looked up to outside of like those art of books? Um, but you know, kind of, why was it that static image that you liked? Um, well, part of it, I think a key moment for me in illustrating, like finding illustration, a thing with a lot of potential and interest was, um, and I, I watched the movie Labyrinth for the first time around, like the first year of art school. And in the credits, there was this, there was a um, thank you to Maurice Sendak. Okay. And specifically, uh, where the wild things are. And I looked the book up because I, mainly because I didn't know, is it English? It was in English, so I never knew the English. And the, um, I didn't know or remember where the wild things were. And I didn't know it as where the wild things were, of course. Um, so, but anyway, I looked it up and I remember watching, looking at it. Oh, this was a book from my childhood. And just the fact that those illustrations were apparently still in my mind, like 15 years later after growing out of the audience, audience um, made me realize just how powerful children's book illustration can be and like how formative and how, how influential it can be and that and that made me like oh this is not something to just discount and like this is actually something really like put it something with a lot of i don't know what's the right word <laughs> But it just made me, made me think like, oh yeah, no, absolutely. I should be doing this. That's cool. That's really cool. Uh, when you look at illustrations now and other, other artists, uh, is there like a quality or a theme that you're kind of naturally gravitated towards or just something uh, you really enjoy seeing in other people's work? Uh, I think the work I'm drawn to is, I like to, I like a lot of very textured work. So like okay. the, Provinces. Um, I like. I like kind of escapist stuff. I think like. Not the. Um, not very. Um, stuff like that. Stuff with a lot where you can really feel someone's technique. Yeah. Or, and the materials. Gotcha. That's cool. That's real cool. Uh, all right. So you graduated, is it 2004? Is that right? Have I got the, and then you said you, you moved to the States in 2010. So when you got out of university, um, did you go straight into doing illustration as a career or were you freelancing? Kind of what was that like once you got out? Uh, well, I mean, there wasn't a lot. The Netherlands is a pretty small country, so there's not that much demand for illustrators, and then there's what, and there's a bunch of art schools. So the first four years after art school, I pretty much made money as a dishwasher and catering work. Yeah, and I did some freelance work for a magazine for kids. Like um, one of my former teachers knew an editor at a magazine. And so my work in, and so I got some jobs through there. And then in 2007, I got a grant from a foundation set up by the estate of 
a famous illustrator in the Netherlands. And that sort of gave me the freedom to stop doing stupid jobs on the side. Yeah, yeah. Focus on work I wanted to make. And that allowed me to sort of jump into illustration full time. Gotcha. Uh, now, you mentioned you were doing some children's magazines. Is that right? Mm -hmm. uh, were how did kind of children's books and children's books illustrations did it come naturally from that um, or is that something kind of later down the line um, uh, let's see how, how do they have it oh right um, no actually what happened was that one of the other people who got no grant had done some educational books she illustrated a few educational books and she, I think she gave me the contact info for the art director for that, for them. So I emailed that guy and he liked my work. So I got to do a few of those. And then the author of one of those books was friends with a different author who had just written a picture book and thought that my work suited her. So she got in touch with her editor at a publisher. And that's how I got like my first real picture book. Gotcha. That's cool. What, what was that book? Uh, well, it was translated into English, English as uh, Dear Daisy Dunnington. Okay. Cool. And it was published in 2011, I think. 2011. Sweet. 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 Uh, so how did you get, what made you decide to come uh, to the U.S.? Oh, my wife's American. Oh, that's a great reason. <laughs> that's really cool. <laughs> how how did you, you meet your wife? Uh, we met online. 2006 and then we spent a few years going back and forth okay and since i don't have to be i don't have to go to an office uh that was easy for me to just make the move yeah 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 what's it been like um since you didn't grow up as a in the united states um what kind of what does your background bring to your art that you'd say it's is different than folks maybe have, have come through kind of the U.S. and the art schools here? Um, I think well, one of the main differences, of course, that I didn't grow up reading American children's books so often. So sometimes I'm like I've had talks with people where they've referenced certain things. And I'm, like, I'm just like, no, I don't know that book. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so there's at least that that difference, and I think in approach, um, Netherlands has a lot has a very very freewheeling picture book uh, culture. I think maybe not as freewheeling and abstract as like some countries in Europe. Uh -huh. Not it's not like France or Belgium, but I think I have a background that is a lot more um, creative, well, less creatively restricted. And even gotcha. in America, I don't think it's that creatively restrictive. Like, I think there are countries with, where picture books of uh, illustration is far more bound by sort of, this has to be cute. Mm. But, um, and I think one of the, Big differences in illustration between the US and the Netherlands specifically is I think Amer America has um, a slightly more academic mm -hmm. culture. I feel like you can 
sort of tell like, oh, these people seem to have all studied the same stuff. Yeah. And there's a lot more emphasis on sort of classical skills. Yeah. It's a lot more based on this is how you paint, this is how you draw. Yeah. And I think my, and the education at my school was very much focused on you figure out what you actually want. Yeah. So you leave school, or rather, I left school with a sense of like, oh, these are things I like to do, and not specifically, oh, this is how I do it. Gotcha. That's cool. I think that informs my work, you know, in that I generally figure out how to make each book as I make it. Yeah. I have to sort of, like, I, I, I have a sense of what I want from it but I don't always know how to get there, which is fun because you get to find out what you're doing as you're doing it. But at the same time, it can be a bit frustrating because it involves some, some wrong alleys sometimes and you have to go back and start over. Yeah. 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 What's, what's that kind of process like? Let's say you've got a manuscript uh, that you like uh, and you're going to, how do you kind of find the core or how do you find what the art should should look like? Kind of what's your your process of discovery? Uh, I mean, usually when I read it, I get a sense of like mood and color and sort of, oh, this is kind of neat. I can do this with this or this has to go in a certain direction or evokes a certain thing. And like, I generally don't take a manuscript if I don't get an immediate sense of like, oh, this is how it should be or I can and then the second criterion is can I actually do do I think I can get that like I've turned Danny's scripts down and I think like oh yeah this is lovely I think it should look like this there's no way I can do that yeah 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 that's cool so as you're as you're getting into it, I guess getting a little more into the nuts and bolts of your of your process um I feel like I saw maybe on your tumblr at one point uh, I think it was uh, a pretty early book in your career. You'd mentioned it was your working traditionally as well as digitally. So a lot of mm-hmm. mixed media stuff. Is that something you still do? Because uh, I mean, your work, especially the textures of it, I think that was the first thing I noticed was just mm-hmm. how rich the textures were. Even though the colors were a little bit muted, it was still like, you, you could still really feel the organicness of the art. Is that something you still do? Um, not in... Those, the first few books were very, were a mix of like gouache and acrylics and Photoshop, okay. and, and that that's a very a very time consuming. Yeah, like the first book, the first picture I made took almost a year, okay. and it was published in the Netherlands, so the advances but practically nothing. Yeah, so it just didn't wasn't very worthwhile. Yeah, um, but I do still. I think all my work is a mix of things. Like the last book I made, last few books I made were drawn just with pencil and graphite on paper and then colored digitally. And But everything I do in Photoshop still has, it still is linked to something that started on paper. So I use a lot of brushes that I just made with splashes of paint and ink and so on. So there's always some analog imperfection in there. That's cool. Uh, Is there, um, 
kind of what's what's your process as far as the timing? Like, say you get a, a manuscript now, um, how quickly are you kind of producing, or how long does it, does it take to kind of produce final art on like a spread? Like once you've got the dummies and you've got the layout, like from uh-huh. how did, has that, how long does that take? It can. <laughs> I just finished a book which took way too long, so it feels it's a very loaded question right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I generally, it takes a few days to produce a spread. Gotcha. I think the last book it took a lot more time because I think I hadn't anticipated quite the level of detail I put into the sketches. Uh-huh. So there was a lot of stuff that I just did, which took a lot of time to draw. Um, and so the book I'm working on right now, I'm working on just doing digitally and hoping to speed it up a little bit. Gotcha. Okay. But cool. I think generally the process is four months. Okay, sweet. Kind of from start to finish. Yeah. Now, are children's books, is that kind of your full-time gig too, or are you also doing uh, some freelance stuff on the side? Uh, no, it's pretty much full time now. Gotcha. When you get introduced or maybe you're meeting someone new and you kind of tell them you're a children's book illustrator, what is like the misconception you get the most from people? I think people think it's fun. So just, <laughs> oh, that must be so much fun. Yeah. And I, I mean, it is fun, but you get the sense that people seem to think you're just like, Basically, drawing like a kid and having a gale time all the whole yeah. all day. Like it, like it can't, like it can't possibly be a job that's frustrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you get people pitching you ideas a lot? Like, oh, I've got a great children's book idea. Not as much recently. Okay. I feel like mainly because I've largely disconnected from Tumblr. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Which is where, in general, the largest amount of requests and offers come in right right uh that's cool so when you when you hit those those times of struggle and you're trying to work through a situation um how do you get through that like how do you kind of find the voice or or find um the image that you're looking for um so i mean well sometimes you start over uh sometimes you I think a lot of it for me is just taking a step back, working on something else and going back to it and just figuring out like what's missing or what went wrong. That's cool. That's real cool. Uh, all right. So you mentioned that uh, before we started recording, you've got a couple of books coming out uh, in October, uh, the library book and rise and shine. Is that October 2017? Is that right? Yes. And who are those published by? Uh, the library book is Athenaeum Books, which is Simon Schuster, and uh, Rise and Shine is Hi- Disney Hyperion. Okay, cool. Um, how'd you get plugged in with uh, Disney, especially? Um, was that through, just through your agent? Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. I, I've worked with Hyperion before, but that was a different editor, so I don't know exactly how this one came about. Gotcha. And how did you, I know we have uh, lots of folks that listen that either are 
uh, children's book illustrators or kind of aspiring illustrators. And usually the question, at least I have, and I hear a lot is kind of, how do you find your kind of first agent? How do you get plugged in with that? So how did you get connected, um, into that whole kind of industry in that whole world? Um, well, it was after I'd moved to America and like when I first moved here, it seemed like, oh, I can just still do stuff in the Netherlands. I don't have to physically be there, yeah. but it doesn't quite work that way. <laughs> like I was still working on a book with the same publisher I worked with before, but I didn't help them to, I, I didn't get anything new. So I was trying to figure out a way to break into America. And uh, it, I happened to have met uh, Steve Malk of Writer's House. And so I emailed him, and I think he suggested someone else. So I, um, I emailed another agent at Writer's House who emailed me like, an hour after my Snowy email, it's like, your work is lovely. Unfortunately, I already have someone who's sort of similar, so <laughs> I don't think I, we can do this, yeah. but I forwarded your email to someone else at Writer's House, and then two hours later, I got an email from my, from that person going, all right, let's talk. That's cool. That's and really cool. That, that person was Stephen Barr, who's not my agent. That's sweet. Uh, and how long uh, have, have they been the agent? Uh, just over five years. Okay, so a while now. Um, yeah, that's cool. That's real neat. Um, I kind of the the last thing I wanted to to touch on, um, and folks usually have a bunch of different answers to this, is how do you find inspiration? Like, where do you go to kind of keep your creative well full? Uh, mm, I mean, I feel like inspiration is a lot to a large part is just keeping yourself inspired. Uh, I was going to say keeping yourself inspired, but that just, it's awful first. Uh, <laughs> I'd say, I think for me, it's just looking around, like you, looking, looking at books, uh, looking at art, going outside, just in like a uh, I say travel too. I don't. Unfortunately, I bought a house, so I don't travel. So I don't travel much anymore. <laughs> but um, no. But generally, from like different places I've visited are very inspiring. Like, like the last book I did was I read. I got the manuscript after I'd been to vacation on Sweden. So I think just basically that whole vacation got poured into the setting for the book. Like it's the Things like that. Gotcha. That's and and, uh, and bike rides. Like I need to generally, if I need to figure something out, or if I want an idea, a good bike, a good long bike ride will have will solve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love riding bikes. So much fun. Yeah. So, I do. I do too. Unfortunately, I have a, I have a distinct disadvantage in America is in, in, in being Dutch and, and just being used to in flat flat yeah 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 everywhere. So I just anytime I'm going up a hill and there's a car going by me, I I, I swear and go, what's wrong with this country? <laughs> <laughs> so many hills. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. 
That's cool. Uh, well, sweet. Well, I appreciate your time and, and, and chatting with me. Um, if for folks that are interested, especially in your work and your books that are coming out, any good places that you would send them uh, to check them out? Um, I mean, one is not supposed to you say Amazon, of course, but <laughs> so I'd say you can always go and you can all buy all my books on powells.com. Okay, cool. But, um, yeah, I mean, or just go to your local bookstore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. And your website is just your name. Is that right? Dot com? Yes. Good stuff. Uh, and we'll make sure to link that in the, in the show notes, but, uh, we'll get yeah. stuff. Well, I, I appreciate, I appreciate your time. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, I can say what my name is, but nobody knows how to spell it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you spell it? Sorry. Um, uh, G R O E N I N K. Gotcha. It used to be a problem okay. uh, with my first name, and then I moved to America, and my last name became a problem. Became a problem. Oh, really? So Chuck in in uh, the Netherlands—that's not. No, people thought it was spelled T S J U K. Wow, definitely have never heard. That's cool. That's cool. Like my own grandmother couldn't even pronounce it. I don't know <laughs> what my parents were thinking. Yeah, that's sweet. Well, uh, well, I appreciate your time. Uh, it's, yeah. fu it's fun to meet your animals. And uh, it was really cool to see your artwork, uh, the stuff you're putting out. So. All right. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's my pleasure.